HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Heritage Radio Network. We're coming at you live from Charleston Wine and Food Festival. We are broadcasting every day of the Culinary Village from noon to 5 o'clock. And if you want to listen to our stream, you can check us out at heritageradionetwork.org slash live. And I have the great pleasure today of uh, hanging out on the other side of our teepee for a few minutes with Chef Todd Richards at the Springer Mountain Farms Chicken uh, Campfire Confessionals. Uh, so, Todd, thank you so much for coming on with me today. Uh, thank you very much. It's great to see you here in Charleston. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit first just about your culinary background for a couple of minutes, and then we'll talk about uh, what you're cooking for us today. And also, uh, I do want to definitely at the end get to chatting a little tiny bit about your upcoming book. Um, but first off, you have a special story with how you came into the culinary world. And um, could you start off by just telling us how you learned to cook? I really learned how to cook from my family. It was so crazy, to, like growing up as a kid, that every birthday, holiday, Christmas, bar mitzvah, you know, it didn't matter what kind of celebration we wanted to have, it was always at the house. And the requirement was to come to our house, if you're going to bring a dish, it had to be delicious or you weren't welcome back to our family. So <laughs> I, I, I really don't know if, if my family is four people or 4,000 because, mm -hmm. you know, the essence of it was always surrounded by delicious food. That's amazing. And um, what were some of the dishes that you grew up with in those family gatherings? I mean, right now, like what we're cooking right now is smoked meat. So, you know, smoked chicken, things like that was great. My mom's catfish. Um, it was legendary. My dad worked overnight. He worked from 8 at night to 8 in the morning. And my mom would make catfish for him before she left. And like the biggest pan of catfish you ever seen. And, you, and we get home and like all the catfish is gone. I mean, that was, <laughs> it was so amazing, you know, that. And then, you know, for the grilling techniques, my dad would fill a sink full of water and put all the spices in it and, and, and get the ribs ready. And, and, and it was just so crazy that my dad was brining chicken, you know, when I was six years old. So some of the techniques that I use in fine dining settings, the same thing my dad taught me as a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, so while we're on the subject, uh, you know, you're standing here uh, working really hard, leaning over this hot fire while talking to me on the mic, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. If you're at home, you can probably hear the sizzle and the smoke. 
Um, tell us about the chicken that you have on the grill right now. Uh, so this chicken is chicken wings. I think chicken wings are so much fun, like festival food. You just want to pull it apart. You know, you got to have a bone in it, so it makes it even more delicious. We brine this chicken in a whole bunch of secret spices, like curry and ginger and cumin. And then below it, we actually have the barbecue sauce uh, cooking below the chicken that's grilling. So all the drippings are going right into the barbecue sauce as well. This is an amazing grill setup, too, and for, for anybody listening on air, Todd, could you describe kind of the setup that you're cooking on right now? Uh, so, I mean, it's really amazing. It's, it's a cast iron uh, bevel that has all the wood in there. We're using red oak, pecan, and white oak in there, and then it has a swivel grill that goes on and off, to, you know, that, and you can lower it up and down, so you can control the temperature in the most open setting. Most grills or smokers are in closed setting. This is an open setting, so you can still be able to control the temperature and the grill, mm -hmm. and then you got really great chicken, too, so... And it looks like you have these cast iron pans full of barbecue sauce sitting right on these flaming logs. Yeah. And they're, they're bubbling away, and there's some big chili peppers in here. What are those? Yeah, so we in this sauce, um, because I broke my container of sauce, so I had to make it on the fly oh, uh, wow. this morning. Um, but this is uh, brown sugar, Worcestershire, apple cider. That's a basic for any good barbecue sauce. And then we add ancho chilies, soy sauce, uh, ginger, tomatoes, red peppers, caramelized onions, and we're going to finish it with green onions as well. So it's like right in between a barbecue sauce and a marmalade because of the amount of fruit that we have inside of it. So talk about a little bit about Richard Southern Fried, and uh, do you have a lot of smoked meats like this on the menu there? You know, actually we don't. You know, smoked meats is, is really more my dad's culture, so I, I really love the smoked meats now. Fried chicken is actually my next-door neighbor's culture growing up as a kid. Uh -huh. So she would have all the fried chicken on the stove sitting there for us when we got home as kids because my parents worked. And it was so amazing just to go in there and have a plate of fried chicken when you come home, some, some buttered toast. And, and you know glass of milk I mean that was to me was was being a kid so Richard Southern Fry really is a homage to, to not only her but it's also a part of counterculture when I say it's so amazing is to watch people from the window and how many different shades hues colors of people there'll be a guy there with a suit on with his tie thrown around his back eating fried chicken next to a guy you know you know with his kids you know eating and a lady down there. and then after a while they all start sharing the same plates and to me that's what fried chicken is about it's the most delicious American food there is and but it represents every single culture I've heard you speak about uh, food as religion, and uh, I'd yeah. love to hear you say a few words about that. I mean, food is religion. It's the, it's the gospel of how we all come together. I mean, you have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but they all sat around the table, and they called it the Last Supper for a reason. So they were gathered around food. And if you look at it from that standpoint, that every religion talks about food in, in, those, in those cultures. And it's what brings people together. It doesn't separate us. Delicious food brings people together. I mean, look at all these people here. They're all here because there's delicious food going on, you know? Yeah. Um, and the title of your book is actually Soul. And um, do you have, a, you know, a few words that you could say about what is the, the actual true definition for you of what is soul food? Soul food is, is cultural food. It's, it's food of a people that started a little bit way before 1960. So soul food gets quantified to 1960s and it's really reached way back you know, beyond that. You know, it's the West African influences and also the Spanish influences came. It, it's really how you take a, a, a oppressed food and made it into a most classical food. And it belongs to the same place as like French cuisine or other cuisines. You think about it, if you have a ham 
you know, or collard greens that take three hours to cook. So that labor of love and time takes three hours longer than to cook a pork chop. So, but we charge three times as less. So the economics doesn't even make sense, you know, when you think about it from that standpoint. So, so is my whole journey from being a kid using some of the same techniques as I did with my dad and mom in the most fine dining setting. That really tells that whole story how soul food, you know, just is, and it belongs on the same table with anyone else's cuisine. I love the way your book is organized. Tell us about the, the way that you decided to group those chapters together of the recipes. Well, if you talk about soul, you got to start with collard greens. Yeah. You know, that's the first chapter of the book, and it's probably the, the, the most special. Well, I can't say that all of them are really special, but it really sets the table for what's happening. So we start with traditional collard green recipe of ham hock, and then it expands to things like collard green ramen or collard green pesto. I mean, most people wouldn't think that you can make pesto with collard greens, but it's the most delicious thing in the world. It's really earthy, and, and it actually holds up a little bit better than basil, so it lasts longer. I mean, that's just one of the dishes. Collard green fried rice is a dish that's really special to me because my mom, at the time, really loved to have Chinese food as part of our celebration. So the ramen was one dish, or, you know, the fried rice was another dish that incorporated collard greens. So each recipe is, starts with the traditional, and we move it all the way into the most modern sense of deliciousness. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the, the kind of skill level um, that, that you need to, to start cooking out of your book? Uh, I, I invite people to cook with their kids. That's how I got started. You know, I, I went to college for six years and finally left because it wasn't enjoyable. What was enjoyable to me in living in life was cooking with my family. And, and so the recipes, they might seem complicated, but they're really not. You just take your time. You know, me, I always tell people, have a glass of wine when you're cooking. <laughs> Eat a little something because that hunger, when you're hungry and you cook, you do it way too fast. You're rushing through it. So have a little something in your stomach while you're cooking and just sit back and enjoy it. Also, what's unique about this book, it has a soundtrack that goes along with it. So, you know, there's a whole category of music in the back because that was part of my family culture as well. So, you know, put on the tunes, drink a glass of wine, champagne. Naturally, for me, everyone knows I drink a ton of champagne. <laughs> Did you and, have your breakfast champagne yet today? Oh, of course, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife is around here somewhere. She's got another bottle for me, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. But it's really just about that, you know. Amazing. And when's the book coming out? The book release is May 22nd. It's on pre-order right now. And I can tell you, I got the first copy of it on Tuesday. And still, I don't, I just don't believe it's real. I, I, my sister, who keeps all the family photos, she had all the family photos for the book. I just, I'm still amazed by that. Well, I have to say, I got a, a peek at the advance, and it's so incredibly gorgeous. I can't wait to get my copy. Yeah. And uh, also, I'm so jazzed about these chicken wings. Yeah, um, right? <laughs> we're going to put some photos on our site, but if you're standing nearby here, you should come peek into this cast iron with this barbecue sauce boiling over these wings. It looks amazing. So, uh, Chef Todd, thank you so much no, thank you, for uh, joining us on HRN. Shout out to Heritage Radio. Shout out to Bamisha, who was one of my cooks that that's, lives in Charleston now. They came in to help me and everything. So I had to give her a shout out. Shout out to my wife and everyone who's here. Thank you all very much. Thanks, everyone. I want to say a huge thank you to Springer Mountain Farms Chicken uh, for having us over here at Campfire Confessionals and for being one of our wonderful sponsors who helped us come to Charleston Wine and Food. And uh, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with TP Talks on the other side in just a couple of minutes. And in the meantime, please enjoy some of these gorgeous uh, chicken wings from Chef Todd Richards, Richard's Southern Fried. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> 